Voice America TRN. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air Yeah And there's screams from everywhere Yeah I'm addicted to the thrill I'm ready It's a dangerous Stop. love affair Can't be scared when it goes down Got a problem, tell me Stop. now Only thing that's on my mind Is who's around this town tonight Hey, welcome to the Point of Life Sports Talk We are live It is a Friday And it felt like a Friday to me Or for me Tuesday, you didn't hear my voice on the show. The number is 888-346-9144 is the number to call in to join the show. You didn't hear my voice this week because I was out of town, and I was meaning to call in, but eh, it wasn't that the time was different. It was, it was was I was in Seattle. I was in Seattle. Mac Strong, uh, former NFL. I think Mac played about 14 years with the Seattle Seahawks, fullback. Um, had a great event. Um, I'll run it down to you real quick, uh, but the weather was perfect. And I'm out here in Arizona. I'm back in Arizona. And you can imagine, being away for a while, that was a great vacation. That was a great three days away. Last year I went to the tournament, but it wasn't as hot as Arizona, so it didn't really, it wasn't really a factor that I was getting out of the sun. But I had to get out of the sun. If you look at the Arizona temperatures, 110 degrees on average for the past, I would say, two weeks. But somehow I found myself out on the golf course. Found myself out there. Trying to figure this thing out, trying to make some, trying to make this game what it's supposed to be. But I was out there in Seattle and it was good. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Got back Thursday. Got that back yesterday. But it felt like a Friday for me. I don't know if it's just getting away or it was just a vacation. But it is Friday. Got a lot to talk about. There's a lot of sports going on. And I, used to say, I was saying last week that it felt like the graveyard of sports because the NBA championship was over. I think football. Um, Training camp was over as far as the draft picks they had and guys coming in trying to learn the plays, get into the system, was over. Hockey has just ended, and if you watch hockey, but we did have the uh, we did have some soccer going on. If you was, it was a lot of interesting with soccer, but we don't talk about that soccer as much on this show. However, depending on where you are, your geographically lo- location, the soccer might be the biggest sports. We have this argument all the time. Soccer might be the biggest sports in your arena, in your sports arena. Depends where you are. They, I know they have some of the craziest fans outside of uh, Oakland Raiders fans. Sorry, Oakland Raiders guys, but you are crazy. Those doctors and lawyers dressing up in Halloween costumes uh, looking crazy. But that was, I thought it was the graveyard. And, and, um, but now we have July 1st. It is July 1st and time is flying by. NBA, all the uh, franchises, all the, uh, the uh, signings that could happen. Uh, before we get into the NBA also, there's um, with so much money going out there, guys are being re-signed, guys are being transaction transitions happening from one team to the next. We find ourselves still talking about Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel, and, and I'm going to bring him up for the simple fact that I thought you had to make plays in the National Football League 
consistent plays and then become famous. Not, I'm going to be famous first. Johnny Manziel comes out of Texas A&M. He wins the Heisman as a freshman. He come, He goes one more year. He doesn't enroll in classes. Well, actually, he rolls in classes, but he doesn't go to classes on campus. He takes them online. Like, he's the first time the Heisman was ever worn on somebody's campus where you thought she was a superstar. That's the problem. When you en enable people, I don't really think they deserve it. You have situations like we have situations, not we, like people have situations with Johnny Manziel. He comes out with a mantra. He comes out with the ultra ego, Johnny Football. Think he makes money off whomever says that, but you won't get a dime from me. But Johnny Manziel saying that he's going to get it back together so he can become a, a formidable football player, a formidable national football player in the NFL. I really don't see it because I thought, he, I thought Johnny Manziel does have talent. Johnny Manziel is a talented athlete. As far as a franchise quarterback, I really never saw that. It's kind of like I saw Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow is with talent. But as a quarterback, and everybody has their dreams and goals when they come up, they, when, they, when they get into a certain sport, I want to be this, I want to be that. We all do it. We all have our dreams and goals, and you got to match those two up and so they make sense. A lot of guys don't do that. But I never saw Tim Tebow as a that franchise quarterback. But I said, if he would just move to H, and this is me talking about him, his own perspective of what he wanted to be is why he's not playing in the league right now because he said, I'm going to be a quarterback or I'm not playing. I understand that completely. I understand that completely. It's just everybody don't get to make decisions like that. Everybody don't come from the same place. Everybody doesn't have a, a plan B. Their plan B was their plan A. So I move over to Johnny Manziel. I move back to Johnny Manziel, and I thought, I thought the guy was talented enough. I actually thought he was a terrible guy, and this is outside looking in as far as what he's doing off the football field, how you become a star before making any plays. And then I met him in Denver, and I'm like, wow, is he, he's, he's actually a good guy. He's not a bad guy after all. But he was in a setting where he, did, he had to be on his best behavior. I was in Denver, not Vegas. Circumstances and how you respond and how you react to where you are, that might, have been, that might have been the reason why he was such a good guy, because he was around the younger kids. Because he has been in trouble prior to coming to Denver, that he wanted to show everybody that he was not that guy. And he's probably not. It's just who you choose to be your friends, who you choose to associate yourself around, uh, becomes a problem. And if you're weak-minded, then you're going to consistently get in trouble. But Johnny Manziel says that he wants to, um, he wants to get back right starting July 1st. Well... That is today. Why are you waiting until July 1st? That's me saying I'm going to lose weight nah, next week. Gentlemen, you are a drinker. You, you like to partake in the spirits. July 1st. In three more days, it will be July 4th. People go crazy and lose their mind on July 4th. They have 4th of July parties. They, have, they go out. They go to certain places. Certain places want to host you. Certain places want to use your name to bring other people in and you're going to go there and not drink? Johnny Manziel, I never thought he had the strongest arm. I never thought he commanded the leadership. I thought he, this is not college. And, and guys don't understand from one level of, of status from college to pro or high school to college, high school to college to pro, you have to relearn the game. 
the game is different. The game changes. You have to relearn the game. And if you come in and think you know it all, you're going to find yourself on the short end of the stick. A lot of guys are like that. I sent out the post uh, last week. Now, anytime I send out a post, uh, probably maybe uh, just a picture of me, which is should be enough likes and comments, but it's not. Um, I sent out a post about Buddy Ryan. I had about close to 300 likes and comments around on it. That's because Buddy Ryan did something in the league. That's because the guy, what, what he's done to other men around the league, four other men around the league. He was a real person. He said what it was, and he did what he said he was going to do. Today, you don't have to be good at anything you do. If you want to be famous in today's world with any kind of status, all you have to do is create a Twitter account. That's all you have to do. Create a Twitter account, say some things, add a few people on it, and, you, and you're famous. Twitter and what is, what's the other one? Instagram, maybe a Facebook. But also all you have to do is create a Twitter account and you become famous. Today, you still haven't wondered why the Kardashians are famous. I haven't. A couple of surgeries here and there. I, I, allegedly, because they say they don't get surgeries, but who knows. But why are people famous today for doing nothing? Johnny Manziel, in my opinion, doesn't have the strongest arm, doesn't command. When you go into Cleveland, you got drafted in the first round to the Cleveland Browns, which I thought was a little high for, to be drafted. When you go into a team or franchise and you looked at as a leader in that position, the quarterback position is looked at as a leading position, you have to find out who's who and what's what. You have to find out. First thing you have to do is make sure you're on site. You can't be in Vegas. You can't be in Miami. You can't be in L.A. This is an integral part of winning that position. An integral part of that position being having you a winning team. It's not Johnny Manziel in any sense of the word as far as being a leader. So I'll, know, I'll nail it down because I, I do want to stop talking about him. I want to get into this money that the NBA is making. I want to get into this money that the NFL guys are, that you may think they were jealous about. It's not the sport. It is the money. But my last thought on Johnny Manziel is I, I don't think he'll get right. I don't, I don't see him. Any team that pick him up is an idiot um, as far as if you're looking for this guy to be your franchise quarterback, you're an idiot. There's a lot of other quarterbacks out there that has played or backing up somewhere. You count on his talent or you count on him getting his mind right. Even if he got his mind right, that doesn't make him a franchise quarterback. Just make him another guy in the NFL from the things he's done. You want to be famous, create a Twitter account. You want to be famous, create an Instagram or whatever they do now, Snapchat, whatever it is. Periscope, where they can video. Actually, I may just get on some of those things. I need to get my Twitters up, at Kwame Lasseter. Twitter at Kwame Lasseter. I think that's what it is. Um, but we're going to get off Johnny Manziel. We've got a lot to talk about. Like I said, we have the uh, a lot of NFL players tweeting about the jealousy of uh, the NBA contracts, which I don't think they're jealous about the sport. However, they say, I should have played basketball. You shouldn't have played basketball because you can't play basketball. You play football because that's what you do best. 
So we're going to come back. We'll take a break. We'll come back and we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the free agents, the transitions, a lot of transactions, a lot of money uh, going to here and there. Nobody's making – well, some of these NBA guys are making Roger Goodell money who made $32 million in 2015. How much he made in 2016, it'll be out soon. Kwame Lassie Sports Talk. It's Friday. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Can you say hook, line, and porker? We're scratching both the hunting and fishing itch this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav by embarking on a combination hog hunting and fishing trip. Tune in for expert advice from Hal Schaefer and Greg Zipidelli of Drop Zone, Fire Disc co-creator Griffin Jaggard, and Jeff Thomason of Predator Pursuit for how to limit out on the water, how to bag some feral hogs, and even how to prepare them. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Welcome back. Kwame Lasso Sports Talk. 888-346-9144. And yes, my Twitter account is at Kwame Lasso. Go blow it up. I'm saying I'm stupid because I will delete you. Um, and that's what people do nowadays. You say something stupid on Twitter and you, you forget. I'm not saying Aisha Curry said something stupid. I thought she was just more passionate than her husband was in a situation who I actually rooted for all year and going to root for again next year. I just wish they make them better shoes. How you going to have <laughs> How you going to have some nursing shoes? You a star in the NBA and I know I'm going to make you some nursing shoes. The little white boots. Or maybe the little white boots you have to wear when your feet are not right when you're born. I don't know if you guys remember those little shoes. I know we wore them in our families. Uh, some of the people did. And being kids, you don't know better, so you tease them. But you got the little white boots on. Steph Curry, you better get it together. You better get it together. Before I get into the NBA, I did say I was going to get to the NBA. The number is 888-346-9144. I got to talk about this idiot. Chris Carter. Not Chris Carter, but Chris Carter's son. Now, I don't know why Chris Carter's not on the NFL uh Again, this year, I heard I heard that he and uh, uh, what's Scott Johnson is off. I don't know why they were off. Uh, maybe something they did. Maybe they just outspoken. Sometimes it's like that. But Chris Carter's son, Deron Carter, was ejected in a CFL game after knocking down an opposing coach. But he goes further to do that. He catches a touchdown pass. Great catch. Canadian football, by the way, but great catch. A catch is a catch. Takes a nice little hit and runs to the sideline of the opposing team. It, you, I can't even explain it better than you could see it. You have to see it for yourself. This guy is an idiot. 
if I'm not mistaken, I think he had a scholarship, full ride scholarship to the Ohio State University. He loses that school, which his father went to and made it work. I think it's in I think it's in the blood, but this guy does some crazy, crazy stuff. Tries to take on the whole team, but he really doesn't want to fight. He really doesn't want to do anything because he tried to walk through them. Why would you do something like that? I tell kids today all the time, the touchdown itself is demoralizing. You don't have to spike the ball or you don't have to go in the opponent's face. You already demoralize him by running a nice route that he couldn't cover, that he thought he had, that he watched all week in practice, watched all week in film, that he said, okay, I know when he's on this side of the field, he's going to do this. And you do that, and he still couldn't stop it. That's demoralizing enough to the opponent. But this guy spices the ball, runs to the sideline, the posing, knocks down the head coach, runs through the walk through Brashley through the entire team. Oh, they got on them. Now, they did what they were supposed to do. This Canadian football. I guess this is okay. He made an unbelievable catch, and then he does some idiotic things. He goes to the Ottawa bench. I don't even know the full names of the Canadian team. Uh, I don't even know what Ottawa, Ottawa something, Jets or Winnipeg. I don't, I don't even know what they are. But just watching that play and how it erupts to something great to drastically on the other end of it, something bad. Guys, I mean, you know what? I would use this highlight to show all kids. If this guy had any aspirations of playing in the National Football League, there's no way in the world I would put him on a, in a professional team, an NFL professional team. Because I do believe those guys that play in Canadian football are professionals. But I think there's a reason why they play in Canadian football. There's only a certain amount of guys who can play. There's only a number, a cap, where guys can play. And think about this new Major League Football League that's coming out. It's kind of like the UFL that they had two years ago where guys who were, they needed a little bit more time. And Canadians been around for a while. Then you had the World League. You had the USFL. You had the World League where guys would go play for the World League over in Europe. Immediately after that season was over, they come straight to camp. So these guys are exhausted, but it's the dream of playing in the NFL. It's their goal to play in the NFL and being exhausted. Not a lot of them make the team. I watch a lot of guys come to the Arizona Cardinals. I watch a lot of guys come to other teams where they are fresh off of playing football overseas, and they still have to go through a five-week camp, two-a-days. There's a benefit into that, but only for a week. They're coming in freshly Legs fresh and ready to play, but they're coming in exhausted or will be exhausted by the end of uh, the NFL camp. But if I'm any coach, I'm showing my teammates just this highlight. Go check the highlight. I'm sure you can find it on YouTube. The guy's an idiot. His name is Deron Carter, Chris Carter's son. Full scholarship to Ohio State, the Ohio State University. Uh, gets kicked out of there. And I don't know where he went, but he ended up in Canada, obviously, because he has a video making a great catch and then making a catch not so great after the after effect. Why would you do something like that? If I'm the coach, I'm showing all my kids this. This is what you do not do. And I've been saying that forever on this show. This is what you do not do. Do not demoralize your, what you just did, which was something great. You don't have to showboat. I like you've been there before. 
I had some coaches tell me that before, but I don't know why. I think it was only in practice. It was never in a game. Some guys, me and Joe Green being one of them. But we have fun at practice. It's some stuff we won't do in the game. Some stuff you talk around your friends. It's some stuff you won't talk in public. It's just, it's just like that. But you give these life, life lessons that, you know, some coaches, some, some adults can see some things and say, as long as this don't get out of hand, I like you've been there before. But this is embarrassing. I don't want to give that guy too much time. I, however, I gave him more than enough. I talked about the uh, NBA players, NFL players. Their tweets. A lot of guys tweet. But these guys were tweeting about the contracts of these NBA players, which I will get into later. Darius Slay. I think Darius plays for uh, Darius play for Detroit Lions, I must I think. NBA deals make me feel like I chose the wrong sport. Again, Darius, you didn't choose the wrong sport. You can't play basketball. You want the contract. You want the money. It's the reason why you play in the NFL. It's the reason why you're not playing in the NBA. However, I do hear you. I might follow you, maybe. I don't really know you, so I, might, I probably won't. But Big Play Slay. The name is Darius Slay. His tagline is at underscore Big Play Slay 23, Detroit Lions. The NBA deal makes me feel like I chose the wrong sport. Man, you gonna be saying people gonna be saying that after you, long after you. B Marshall at B Marshall 54. That's Brandon Marshall. I, don't know, I wonder what the 54 is. These NBA dudes getting chipped off cash. He had a money sign right there, so I assume that's cash. Y'all need some help? And then he tweets at the Nuggets, the Denver Nuggets. Is Brandon Marshall in Denver? Or he lives in Denver? Because I know he's playing for Chicago. And I don't know where he... Oh, no, he went to the Jets. He was playing with the Jets. So Denver, Chicago to the Jets. And now he wants to play <laughs> in the NBA for the Denver Nuggets. However, I believe he might be able to come off the bench and service them well. The Denver Nuggets have been stinking as of late. Man, I never thought I'd see this in the NBA. Bantam, $120 million. Bill, who stayed in Washington, good for you, $130 million. And DeRozan got $139 million. I think his deal was a five-year deal. These are some crazy contracts. And, this, and the money's going to even get bigger and better next year. This is NBA money. Everybody says this. At first, it used to be baseball money because there was guaranteed contracts. And these guys are only saying this because there's no guaranteed contracts in the NFL. In the NFL, you hold out for the signing bonus or you try to get a signing bonus and have, hopefully not have to hold out. These guys in the NBA, this is now baseball money. And I can't wait to see the time when baseball money goes up to $500 million for five years. The guy's going to be making $100 million a year. Incredible. And it's probably going to be a pitcher first or a big-time a big time hitter, an offensive guy who can play defense. Well, obviously he has to be an all-around guy, uh, all-around guy. And I think it might be what's his name in Washington. He'll probably be the first, the highest-paid guy ever. Cause in football right now, the highest-paid guy ever in the history of football, in the history of a contract, is Andrew Luck. And I'll talk about that guy later. He's a turnover machine. I don't want to hear about he doesn't have this, he doesn't have that, because he does. I don't want to hear about how many comebacks he had. Well, you the one put him in the hole, fool. You put him in the hole. That's why you have to come back. So give the credit to your defense for giving you the ball that many times. 
But Andrew Luck, I digress. He signed a six-year deal for $140 million. It's not like... That is future money. That is money for the future. That is money because you have to tie your quarterback up before he gets to free agency. You don't want your star quarterback, and I believe Andrew Luck is a star. However many turnovers he have, I believe he has came out of Stanford. I liked him. Just because I talk bad about him, and, and mainly to Demery, who's a Indianapolis fan. But Demery didn't even know Andrew Luck like that. Well, maybe I'll take that back. He didn't even like Andrew Luck when he was in Stanford. But he loves him now because he's in the Colts. And that's right. If I'm a fan of a team, if a guy comes to my – yeah, I like you because I've, I've heard about, I've seen some things, and then I've seen some highlights that you are a good quarterback. He comes from a pro system anyway, but he was under the tutelages of John Jim Harbaugh, who's now at Michigan, University of Michigan. But Andrew Luck signed a six-year deal. Now, when you look at these NBA contracts, these guys are – $139 million. Andrew Luck just signed six years. This is a six-year deal for 140 I think D. Rosen signed a five-year deal for 139 Incredible. Incredible. The only ones really getting money like that in the NFL are quarterbacks. Well, there was a defensive lineman who got money like that. Recently, I, I want to say about three to four weeks ago, we don't even know who he is, but he got that money. So when you see these NFL contracts get signed, it's not because this guy, well, the contract is, I don't want you to get to free agency and then have to leave my team. Or I think more organizations, more franchises are saying, well, we don't want to have this guy disgruntled because we let him get to the end of the contract. And some, I, I guarantee you some contracts are done like that. Why would, why would a Andrew Luck have to wait to the last year of his contract and the media start talking about it? And that's one more thing you have to answer about. Tons of questions you have to answer for no reason when you really had plans on signing an Andrew Luck. Why would you let an Andrew Luck go? I think he'll play for another team after this contract. But I'll explain a little bit more why his contract is what it is because you have to sign him. I think the ruffle effects down the road is going to – Hurt the Indianapolis Colts. The Brandon Marshall comment and play for the Nuggets. He was, uh, uh, like I said, I probably think he could play for the Nuggets. But when you look at this, uh, Timothy, Timothy, it's not Timothy. You, you, you would be easy to say Timothy. Timothy Moskov signs a four-year deal for, man, with the Los Angeles Lakers, four-year deal, $64 million. If I remember correctly, $64 million. These guys are not crazy. It's a frenzy right now. The money is being thrown out there because the new TV money is coming out next year. That's why you're seeing a lot of guys signing one-year deals, two-year deals with an option because they know they're going to opt out and get that money if they have a great one-year deal. I'm going to talk a little bit more about this, but I'm on the other side of the break. But I'm going to take a quick break. Kwame Lasso Sports Talk. We'll be right back. Out of here. From high 
high school to the pros, we, we cover, everything. cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Englehart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Englehart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Because it's Friday, you ain't got no job, and you ain't got shit to do. It is Friday, and let me tell you what you can do. You can find a happy hour. You got to get it in your system right now because on the 4th of July, you don't want to get drunk too fast. But you didn't hear that from me. The NBA players play over 80 games a year. If you want more money, agree to play more games or shut your trap. See, these are stupid Twitter fans. Every year you're going to have NFL guys saying this about an NBA contract. And they're going to be right. But how in the world can you ask the NFL, the the most high-risk game, obviously the most high-risk game, However, I do like how hockey guys do. They are very violent in rugby, and I'm being serious when I say that. NFL's most, most high-risk game of injuries, of one play away. You can easily say uh, NBA, if he breaks this, he's one play away from never playing again. No, he's one, he's one play away from never playing for three months. An NFL guy's one play away from never playing again. Seriously, with the serious serious injury. Now I give I give, man I give two thumbs up. And if I was uh, Paul George, I don't know if I would play basketball again. Not sure. But then again, the drive that everybody has in him is different from the next person. So he had that drive, and I'm. It's amazing to see this guy about to play in the Olympics, where he tore his leg up, where he compound fractured his leg. And then he played well this year. He changed position, but he still guarded some of the top offenders, offensive guys. Paul George, you you one of my favorites now because of what you have inside of you, not your game, because of what the drive you have inside of you to be great. You can never leave that game of basketball and say you didn't leave it all out on the court. But as I was saying, you will hear this every year from an NFL guy. Man, these contracts are huge from the NBA. Man, these contracts are huge from the uh, MLB, Major League Baseball. You can't play those other sports. Well, some of them can, but we know those. Who, we know who those guys are. They just most most of the time they're the skilled guys. You can't play those games. You're playing football for a reason. But now you're taking. You know the consequences now because of all the publications about what NFL brings to the table. Also, what NFL allows 
allows you to do. I still benefit right now today from playing in the National Football League. Speaking of myself, from playing in the National Football League, I still benefit today. So when you know what you need to know, you can make an informed decision on your athletic career. The more you know, I've always said, the better you can protect yourself. And again, I say this to a lot of high school kids, college kids. Get all the information about the game before you think you're so good at the game that you don't want to learn the history of the game. What would be sad, and this is just not the history of, of sports, but this is just the history of life, that where you are today, this you are now living in history. Because think about 50 years down the road when you're a grandparent, that your kid, grandkids will be talking about the history that you're living in today, and you will have no knowledge of it. You will have no knowledge of it because you can't stay off Facebook. You will have no knowledge of it because... You won't get off Twitter. You have no knowledge of it because you watch reality shows. You don't watch TV. You don't watch news. Now, when I say TV and news, it's, it's not because they're giving you facts. Well, you get a chance to go find out what they're talking about or what they are not talking about. That's, that, that would be the saddest part of your life, that you will have no history of the history you're living in today, that your grandkids will learn the history that you're living in and know more about your day that you actually lived in than you do. That would be very sad. Every year, the NBA and the NFL guys will talk about this. And here's the, here's the thing that's coming up now. Where were the, Where's Kevin Durant going? Where would Kevin Durant go? It's July 1st. It's time for him to pick a team. First day of free agency, it's time for him to pick a team. Last night at 12 o'clock, it's time for him to pick a team. You either staying in Oklahoma, or obviously. Well, see, I talked about the money. I talked about the, the contract that's coming out next year with the NBA, the TV money and all the other revenues they, they're afforded. A, a two-year deal with an option. The one LeBron signed last year. So he can either opt out. Or play this deal because it's going to be even more money next year. Maybe LeBron signed another two-year deal. I don't know. Or just play this deal and you're a free agency. Now, I'm saying this about LeBron because LeBron is about to enroll his kids in school. I know they don't sound like much, but where they're going to school is going to get you. In California, in Los Angeles, somewhere in Brentwood. He's about to enroll his kids in a California school. Now, do the research yourself, because this is what I'm hearing. Do the research yourself and find out. 888-346-9144, that is the number. Um, also, the, the two-year deal that he signed, he's now on that one-year deal. Why would you enroll your kids in the school? What, where, where are you going? The L.A. Clippers or the Los Angeles Lakers? Your best buddy, Chris Paul, is with the Clippers. You have a head top coach over there. You have everything in place except another superstar. LeBron makes them that other superstar. Anywhere LeBron goes, you're in, you in contention for a title. You're definitely getting in the finals, deep in the finals, in the, in the playoffs. Anywhere you go. But he's enrolling his kids in the school. 
Kevin Durant, where are you going? I need to know this power move. This is when, this is my reality show. This is my reality TV that I watch. Except the Real Husbands of Hollywood, which is hilarious. It makes fun of reality TV shows. Okay, move on, Kwame. Um, but that's my reality. This NBA stuff, where are these guys going to go? I thought free agency was best for me when, I don't know if you guys remember, it could have been three years ago when there was a lockout in the NFL. Yeah, three or four years ago. And they had two weeks to sign all the free agencies, all the guys that was in free agency that year. I thought that was the best. And I think it should be like that. You got two weeks to sign the top free agency. That means there's going to be a lot of money thrown around. There's going to be a lot of teams that uh, like the Patriots or like the who's, who's some of the top teams right now that won't be able to get these good players because you're not you're going to try to get them for low within two weeks and you're going to try to maximize your money, which you do anyway, but you do it over a longer period of time. So you're either going to maximize your money and pay overpay somebody or underpay somebody, which means you want to have the best players on your team. And I think the parity of the NFL might be a little bit better. Might be a little better. That's when free agency was good for me. That was my reality. Um, but LeBron James... Enrolling his kids in school in California. He lives in Cleveland. He's always in Miami. Right now, he, Dwayne, Chris Paul, oh, let me say their names. Dwayne Wade and Chris Paul, LeBron James, are somewhere on a boat. Where is Dwayne Wade going to go? His contract is up in Miami. Where is he going? You let a guy like Dwayne Wade get the free agent. Now, the talk was that I hear through... Uh, Two or three publications is San Antonio. I just don't think I don't think Dwayne Wade should go to Cleveland. Cleveland has, and if and if you do go, who are you gonna start in front of? Oh, J.R. Smith. You oh, okay. I guess you could start in front of J.R. Smith. Although LeBron spoke highly of him in a parade that I didn't watch, but slightly watched, maybe watched a little bit too much than I wanted to. I think LeBron James spoke highly of J.R. Smith where Dwayne Wade doesn't need to go there. But here's the talks that I was going to say. Dwayne Wade might might show a lot more interest in the San Antonio Spurs. Remember Popovich is a genius at the coaching level. He's a he's one of the geniuses at the coaching level and and what they have is another run. Tim Duncan is retiring, but they do have Aldridge who dis actually who disappeared, but I think Aldridge is going to be okay. I think he's going to be fine and, and what he's uh and what he's uh, going to bring to the table for the San Antonio Spurs. And then you add a, D -Wade, a Dwayne Wade there. I think it, that team out of the West, maybe. But I'm still a Golden State Warriors fan. I still, I still think the Golden State Warriors will play for a, another NBA championship. But they need to get rid of a few people. Barnes might go. And Barnes, who's playing in the Olympics, who didn't show up consistently enough. Uh, Clay is playing in the Olympics. I don't. Draymond Green is playing in the Olympics. These guys don't get it. They just come off a, they just come off a long season, and then you're gonna go play in the Olympics where you don't get paid to play in the Olympics. But it's more for that. It's more for that. It might have been a dream of yours. It might have been a goal of yours. You're gonna play in the Olympics after that long 82 regular season game season, and then you go deep into the playoffs. And those guys, and Kyrie Irving. I'm not sure even why he's playing in it. The guy played. He was hurt last year. It's the reason why everyone says Cleveland lost. I think they would have lost anyway because that year just happened to be the Golden State Warriors year. Now, he was healthy this year, and he showed why they won. 
if I had to give the MVP trophy away in that playoffs, Kyrie Irving would have got my MVP trophy, not LeBron James. LeBron James played for numbers and stats, so that's why he loses just as many games he win. But he showed up in a big game. 888-346-9144, that is the number. Have a call on the line with four minutes to break. Aaron, are you online? Caller? Okay, well. Yes, I'm here. Uh, real quick, why the Mets pay Bobby Bonilla $1.19 million today? Every July 1st through 2035. That is a mega deal. And you guys don't understand the, the dynamics that come behind that deal. Bobby Bonilla gets $1.19 million every July 1st through 2035. Let me tell you what he did real quick before I go on and break. I do have a, a call online, so we'll be going on the break in about another minute. Um, Bobby Bonilla Bobby deferred a payment that he made with the New York Mets. And that deal ended up becoming, it was a 20-year deal, actually. I think it's, it might be even more now. But he deferred a payment that now the New York Mets have to pay him. I thought it was $1 million a year. The guy haven't played for them in 10, 15 years. But now they have to pay him $1.19 million a year. Oh, and let me add the 20 cents to it. Until 2035. That is a deal of a lifetime. He deferred some money uh, a long time ago. He deferred money. Uh, Daryl Strawberry, 1985. This was a 1985 contract. Deferring money, 1985 contract. I think there was a 1.8 million team option, which was $700,000 at a 5.1% interest rate. The deal, which pays out $1.64 million from 2004 to 2033, was obtained through a life insurance company. Wow, that is NFL guys or sports guys. Stop being dumb with your money. Bobby Bonilla, having played a lick of baseball, gets $1.19 million. That's probably going to go up as the years go up. Every year for the New York Mets on July 1st. Come on, Sports Talk. I'm going to take a quick break. We'll come back. I do have a call on the line. We'll be right back. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bitch his ass and then move on. I just just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. I come from that's the number. It is Friday. It is the last segment of the show. I don't mind doing a show by myself. I don't mind it at all. I got callers. I got people that call in. I get to talk. I get to go everywhere. I talk about everything all the time, anytime, always. Anyway, figure that out, and we'll talk about it Monday. But I do got a call on the line. Aaron Burke. Aaron, are you there? You still there? Yes, I, yes I'm here. Okay, man. I was talking about the Olympics, and you wanted to chime in on some Olympics, but we just run out of time. But then I got into the Bobby Bonilla deal, which is <laughs> – I'm just still amazed at uh, Bobby, uh, Bobby Bonilla deal. Uh, $1.8 million team option, 700000 at a 5.1% interest rate. The deal which pays – $1.64 million from 2004 to 2003 was obtained through a life insurance company. This guy's getting paid just doing nothing. And I'm not saying doing nothing. He did something to get that. But I also was That's talking a about... a contract. Oh, my goodness. Is it, man? This guy. <laughs> to deal with a lifetime. Yeah, like $235. Just, just collect, Bob. Just collect. But I started talking about... I also talked about the... Uh, the Olympics, and I don't know why these guys, because I was talking about basketball money in these contracts, how these guys getting paid, mm-hmm. how NFL guys don't want to, they they wish they would play basketball, but they can't play basketball. We play, NFL guys play basketball in the offseason to get in shape. Basketball mm-hmm. guys play racquetball to get in shape because at some point you get burnt out from playing the same sport. So that, that's what yeah. we do. But we're talking about the Olympics and why these guys are going to the Olympics and, and why some guys are not going to the Olympics because it is a country yeah. here. Uh, what, are, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, my thoughts with regarding Olympics, I mean, with all the the factors going on in Brazil, um, especially with the Zika virus, I think that has a lot to do with a lot of the elite players not wanting to uh, to join. Because, I mean, regardless, you know, the Olympic Committee usually um, holds all the rights to the revenue streams, and um, the sponsors do dish out some uh, monetary incentive to the athletes. But, you know, the guys that are, you know, like LeBron James, you know, they couldn't pay him enough to do that because, I mean, it's just the Olympics. It's not as competitive as, it, you know, the tournament of, you know, the NBA championship or a playoff. So um, I think it just gives a lot of opportunities for some of the, the not the not so marketable guys that right. are still quality players just to just to go in there and show their face, you know, to represent America and probably get some, some money on the side. Um, Kyrie Irving, I have no idea why he's doing it. Um, that, that's actually shocking to me. I would assume that he would have taking a break after their championship series. I mean, you think he? Um, you think it was part of his? Uh, you know how we? You, you play ball. You played a uh, Division yeah. One ball. But you think um, it's part of their dreams? I, I, I won't say it's a goal. I, it don't become a goal no. until later. Maybe their dreams. Not at all. Okay. I, I don't think I don't think any any basketball player's dream has been to play in the Olympics, and unless it, until until the dream team showed up. 
right. know, back when I was a kid. I mean, I, back then it was, I would say that was, you know, sort of a, a fad and people were excited to, to play basketball and, and play, represent the team. But I think after, you know, a couple of years after that, it just kind of died down. Well, um, the dream team just, showed uh, up, the dream team showed up because of, um, uh, they were beating our college guys, and then we, yes. we we brought our pros into the mix because, in all actuality, the the Olympics, the other teams were playing their professional basketball guys, mm-hmm. and we were playing our college pros, our college guys about to go into the NBA, and they was getting yeah. busy, but there was no chemistry. But when you got the best of the best, and you're playing on the biggest stage, uh, the Olympics, yeah, I think you play pro against pro, and that's when we created that dream team, which was will go down in history as the best, one of the best Olympics. Yeah. And, and that's and that's another thing too. I think I just I, I feel with the way that the Olympics is, is structured, I feel like you know they should actually make it more exciting for people to watch. Because I don't I don't really think anybody sits around and you know, I wonder what the viewership looks like on the Nielsen ratings with the people watching the the, the NBA or the, um, the basketball during the Olympics. And I feel like like similar to before, they should have you know some of the, the elite college guys who just got drafted right. um, play on the Olympic team as well as some of the NBA rookies. And bring them in, get them into the fall. How yes. it's supposed to be done? I, I think that's yes. what they, you know, they did that with Christian Lightning, but he was the only one uh, that mm-hmm. was on that dream team, I believe. But you got to bring more guys in if you want the NBA to be better. Because remember, all these guys come from AAU, and they yes. never really have any structure about team. It's about I yes. want to shoot the most, make the most points. Uh, Tim, and, you, and, and, go ahead. Oh, and the benefit, and the benefit of that too is if you think about it, you get these young guys who just finished college. They haven't really proved themselves because they haven't played an NBA game yet because the draft has happened. Right. The Olympics actually allows it to get that exposure, and then you know it actually opens them up to some some opportunities for endorsements. Especially, I think it's a good opportunity because the Olympics are now, and guys are getting drafted right now gets the opportunity. Next year, there won't be an Olympics. Next year, two years won't be an Olympics, but there will be some mm-hmm. some um, national uh, games played where you might want to think about that. You know, all this big business about money, though. Um, exactly. So. <laughs> Now, tell me what you're doing now, because I know um, you got some big things coming down the road, especially with the uh, uh, NFL and the guys that you connected with and Hall of Fame stuff. Yes. Yes, so uh, what, I'm, what I'm doing now is uh, I'm working for a company out of New York called the Handel Group. It's a uh, corporate consulting life coaching firm. Uh, they opened up a sports division about, a, about two years ago. Um, and so what we've been able to do is, is sort of um, – you know, find a niche in the sports industry to where we focus on, you know, primarily athletes, um, you know, the whole tr- career transition, and then also, too, just um, fulfilling, you know, their dreams in every category of of, uh, of life that is actually in our methodology. So one of the things we've been able, fortunate enough to do is partner with the NFL Hall of Fame Committee, and um, we're going to be doing workshops with them, um, with the retired players and veterans and also their significant others. Because um, you know, as you know, throughout the careers, you know, I'm sure that probably puts uh, some some issues on the on the relationship with the demand of the sport, and and also just the uh, you know the finance the finances aren't necessarily there anymore. So it's just something that we uh, kind of come in and step in and um, create change and, and a positivity. Um, we also uh, are are doing things with the collegiate athletes. Um, one of the things from you know from my own personal experiences, I don't feel like the NCA was. Uh, set up to kind of allow or promote, um, you know, transition for college athletes. And, and that's something that I think that if I would have had a, a class or some course or just some, you know, just some access to, I feel like it would have better placed me into, you know, getting into the real world. And so what I'm doing now allows me to actually do that. And also from a first um, person perspective, um, we, you know, we're in talks with, 
the Olympic Committee actually wants to get done with the real games about doing something with their uh, higher performance, um, especially with the athletes. Um, and we are, are in talks with the CONCACAF, which is What's a governing body under FIFA, which had a lot of allegations and, and um, issues these past couple years uh, with you know, money laundering and, and fraud. And so we are going to uh, most likely do something with the executives there and uh, try to do a culture transformation shift with them. You guys are doing big things. What was the, hand, you say Handel? Yes, Handel Group. Huh? Handel Group. Oh, that was, man, it sounds like you're doing a lot of stuff. If you're going to be in Canton, I'll be in Canton also. So I'll definitely see you there and find out firsthand how you guys are, a part of what you guys are doing because it sounds like a lot of great things. I know you mentioned something about, we got about two minutes left, but I know you mentioned something about uh, Curtis Martin, who's a, a Hall of Fame guy, uh, one of the great ambassadors, uh, in my opinion, of what he does for the NFL, uh, being a Hall of Famer, where that guy came from. I actually played with him. We were on the same team in, uh, coming out of college. We was, on mm -hmm. the, we was on the same bowl game. But to see, really what's impressive to see you doing what you're doing now because you've always had a passion for it. You've always stayed in connection with that's the sporting parts of things. And then I, I do believe, I actually agree with you, with college and the transition of coming out of college, they don't really prepare you for it because I've always thought that college was a business. You come take these classes, you get out of here, you uh, owe us some money, and <laughs> i got to come yeah. out of college owing you money. And whatever I make outside, I still can't get a job. And if I do get a job, that money goes back to paying back student loans. Yep. I think the transition is terrible. And I think there's only a handful of colleges that prepare you for something. You have to specialize in being a doctor, being a lawyer to come out. Even yeah. I know a lot of doctors are paying back college loans right now. Yes. Right now. We and you're not even allowed to do the, some of those uh, type of career choices because of the demand of the sport. Right. Exactly. I know. I, I had a coach tell me, he said, you know you're here to play football, right? I said, oh, that's not what you told me. Because <laughs> I, I, I was doing, I was taking nursing classes and all that stuff because that's what I want to do. And I wanted to go in the Air Force and, and, and college and ROTC program and then do the nursing stuff and be a military doctor coming out. But that demand, but this my backup, Thad Warren, he was doing the same thing outside of, except for the ROTC but he was able to take his classes. And he said, well, you mm -hmm. know you got to be a practice. You know you, you need to pay for football. I'm like, wow, this yeah. is really a business. <laughs> I should have had I should have. I, I wish you would have called in uh, 30 minutes ago. We could have had some real conversation about this. But, no, I appreciate um, I appreciate who you are, man. I tell you, I've, I've seen you when you was young. I know you before you went to college and you played at a high level at college, but you coming out, you can see the transition, and that's why your passions are directed into what direction they are going and, and keep up. And you know, if anything, you need anything from me, you know how to reach me. I, I appreciate that, Kwame. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Any, same thing as you, man. I definitely want to incorporate you into what we're doing and um, try to get you to actually be an ambassador for our workshops. Well, let's, <laughs> do, uh, let's do happy hour tonight. So. We do, okay. We do well, half we, hour. We know, I'm at, you know I'm in San Francisco. <laughs> oh, man. You got to be gone. We got to get out. I'll call you in a little while. <laughs> okay. I'll call you. All right, buddy. Kwame Lassie Sports Talk. Right, it's Friday. We got to get out. I appreciate Aaron Burks for calling in. He's doing big things. Check him out. Listen. Uh, and I'll keep you posted. We out. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Ah!